0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode in the Run Brighter podcast. This is episode number 48, and this is the second part in a series that I'm really excited about, really passionate about, which is called Running With a Purpose. Why am I encouraging people to run with a purpose? It's simply because so many people go out there and they run for a quick fix or to get something off their bucket list, and I want to encourage people to really run for life, run for your entire life to be able to see all the benefits that come with running. And there are so many benefits. And the reason that you're going to go ahead and run and the reason I'm going to run, it's going to be different. We have different emotions and ways that we will connect with running. But I do truly believe that if you do run for your entire life, that you will live your best possible life. And a lot of great things will come from having running in your life. Things that you may know of right now, things that you may learn along the way. But in today's episode, we are going to be talking about an interesting topic that's actually very simple. And that is why I believe everyone who has the ability to run, we're not talking about three-year-olds or someone who's 90 plus years old or someone who is just physically incapable of doing a run should be able to run one full mile without stopping. Okay, and I know for many of you, this may sound super easy, you've been running, Distances way longer than a mile on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis, and this sounds ridiculous that I'm bringing up this topic. For many of you, this may be something that is incredibly challenging and that you wish you could run a mile without stopping. I think either way, this episode is going to provide motivation and education, so... We'd love for you to stick along for the ride here, either way, but I understand if you have the ability to run a mile without stopping, that you may wanna drop early and listen to some of our other episodes. But if you are curious what a mile actually is, because some people don't, it is a distance, of course, measured out, and it is a distance that is iconic in running. The mile is a very famous race that people love to do, my first memory of the mile was being in probably middle school and having to run the mile as part of gym class. So many of you probably remember it for that, from that. But the mile was also one of my favorite races to compete in when I was in high school and still a race that intrigues me to date as far as maybe wanting to produce a faster time in the future with it. I haven't done it in quite some time. I haven't competed in the mile since my senior year of high school, but you never know there's also fun things that surround the mile like the beer mile for example and so there's definitely a lot of ways to see the mile pop up in life and of course it's an olympic event and there is a lot of people who are creative with what they do with the mile race but if you are curious how long a mile actually is because some people don't know how long it is there's a couple of easy ways to figure this out first of all A mile is equivalent to 1600 meters. So if you follow the metric system, that's good for you to understand. And let's say that's irrelevant to you though. A good way to figure out how long a mile actually is, there's a few different ways. For one, you could go on a track, okay? And so if a track is a standard length, which is 400 meters, for example, four laps around that track would be equivalent to mile. You might see some tracks that are 200 meters such as indoor runs, indoor ones that is. And so you'd be doing eight laps in that case. Some tracks may have a different measurement so make sure there's typically like a sign somewhere displayed on a track, whether that's your middle school, high school, local park that has a track surrounded it, that will give you the distance of measurement for that track. You could also just Google it, Google that specific track and get that information. There, the other way that I would say you can figure it out is a smartwatch. So I am currently wearing a Garmin. That The, the brand Garmin is definitely for runners specifically. Koros is another up-and-coming brand, as well as Apple Watches have the ability to track the distance of your runs. You can even track the distances of your run on your phone or even put in a route online. There's a lot of different websites that do it. And from there, it can tell you how long the distance that route is. Again, this is to figure out how long a mile actually is, or in general, how to figure out how long a run is that you're looking at doing, okay? So now that you understand the different ways of figuring out what a mile is, I'm going to explain my best tips as far as how to be able to run a mile without stopping. And if you feel like you're alone in the sense that you're one of the only people that can't run a mile without stopping. Don't feel that way. I wouldn't be making this episode if that was the case. And I did some Google searches and I'm not fully sure what is fully accurate. I There was a wide range of information. Some articles said that only 40 to 60% of people out there could run a mile without stopping. I saw some that were even as low as 20% and a little higher than that main picture is there are hundreds of thousands and probably millions of people out there that don't have the ability to run a mile. So by no means are you alone here, but before actually I go ahead and I explain to you how you are going to learn how to run a mile, I want to talk about why I think it's important for you to be able to run a mile without stopping because you need to figure out the ways that you can be motivated to do this. So for one, if you are capable of running a mile without stopping, you know, you're more, more than likely average or even perhaps above average when it comes to your physical shape and conditioning. And so to be able to say or to think to yourself and have that confidence that you're in good physical shape, that you're healthy, I don't even think like comparing it to other people is really the big picture here. It's more just being able to physically be in good shape. And if you are able to run a mile without stopping, that doesn't necessarily mean you're in great physical shape by any means, but you're putting yourself in a situation where you are building the right habits towards getting yourself into better physical shape if you're unable to run a mile without stopping. Now and in the future, you're able to do that. And I think that's really the big thing with fitness, right? You're not going to go from being obese or, or overweight to getting a six pack overnight, right? So what are some small milestones we can find throughout that process that are going to motivate us, but also get us to a point where we are improving our physical shape. We are losing that weight. We are getting stronger by training for the ability to run a mile without stopping, that is only going to put you in the right direction. So that's number one. Number two is whether you like running or not, okay? And you want to train for races or not. Being able to run a mile is very important because you also want to have some level of endurance training within your current fitness routine, okay? And so it is very common that People who don't even care about running will still do a one-mile warm-up or a half-mile warm-up and a half-mile cool-down before they go ahead and they lift at the gym. It helps get your heart rate up and allows you to really see a lot of great performance results when you go ahead and you're actually working out at the gym. So that is a big factor too. Another factor here is the fact that with being able to run the mile, and this might sound a little bit, a bit crazy, but we live in a crazy world. Okay. And there's uncertainties all the time. You could be approached by someone evil. You could be dealing with scary weather conditions. Perhaps you might need to rush to a business meeting. There's a lot of reasons that, may require you to run when you don't plan on it. And having the ability to run in your back pocket without giving you a ton of physical stress in that moment is really a good skill to have to be able to get you around for either an emergency or you just need to quickly do something when you might not have access to other forms of transportation. So that's just something to think about too. And I would say the last reason that you would want to be able to run a mile without stopping is that it's going to allow you to really get like an introduction to running, right? Once you're able to run a mile without stopping, well, you'll start to understand what running is about at least in a small wave. And you might start seeing some of the benefits that come with running. Now those benefits that I'm talking about are mental benefits, physical benefits, and accomplishment-based benefits. Those are really the three main buckets that I see, the runners that I coach see, friends of mine that run in the community see. And I think there's opportunity for all three of those, or maybe one or two of those will occur for you, but that's better than none, right? And so if it helps you get in a little bit of better shape, you're gonna find fulfillment with that. The mental benefits such as better focus, helping overcome stress and anxiety, things of that nature are incredible. And then of course, being able to have that confidence that you can run one mile without stopping, okay? Some of this might not happen until you go ahead and you train for a longer race or you have running a part of your life for a few months. In fact, when you go ahead and you put yourself in a position where you're gonna go ahead and try to run a mile without stopping and you go through the training cycle, There's going to perhaps, depending on your current physical shape, if you are in a spot where this is a huge stretch for you and there's a lot of work that needs to be done, you're going to have hard days with it. It's not going to be fully easy and simple and a layup for you, but you have to think in the long term what it can provide and have some patience with it. And from there, those benefits will come eventually. I can't promise a date. But I promise you that if you do it the right way and you do it over time, you are going to start seeing some levels of benefits with running, which is the reason that I continue to run. So that is why I believe everyone should be able to run a mile. There's other reasons out there I'm sure that I'm not thinking of, but those are four quick reasons. And hopefully at least one of those convinces you to just try to get yourself to a point where you can go ahead and run one mile without stopping so regarding the training with it it's really not that complex you know to be able to run any level of distance you really just need to determine the distance that you want to be able to run and then take the right steps when it comes to the right consistent training habits now the good news is with running a mile, it's a mile, it's not a marathon, right? So I, for example, right now I'm training for a marathon. I'm putting in 50 plus miles a week. I'm putting in intense speed workouts. I really have to focus on my nutrition, my sleep, all of that. You don't have to do all of that to be able to run a mile. In fact, you know, you might not even need to run more than two or three miles over a full week to get yourself to a point where you can run a mile without stopping. I really think the big picture here is that you need to spend time on your feet to be able to get yourself to a point where you can run a mile without stopping. Because most likely, if you can't run a mile without stopping, you take the easy route with a lot of things. It might be ordering food delivered, taking some sort of transportation that doesn't require you being on your feet, such as an Uber or the train or a moped, bike, that, you know, electric bike, for example, when it comes to commuting to work or just commuting around in general. And you probably are not playing any level of intramural sports or even doing any sort of high level exercise at the gym. I'm not saying you don't do anything, but it's you're more likely than not exercising less than 30 minutes a day as far as like total movement. And my guess is it's probably less than an hour a week if you're not able to run a mile without stopping. Now there's different cases, but that's just my general consensus with this. Because the other thing too is when I say a mile without stopping, that doesn't mean that it has to be fast. I'm talking about just being able to complete that distance. So you could be jogging really as slow as you want. I think a good goal for anyone, right, would be to try to get yourself to a point where you're running a faster mile or just faster in general. The faster you run, probably the better physical shape you are in unless you have a large level of muscle that may slow you down. But the point is what I'm talking about here is just being able to run a mile without stopping. So I think that to get you to that point, What you want to simply be doing is just in general, at least 20 minutes of exercise each day, which calculates to 140 minutes a week. So, if in my mind, you know, if there's a certain day right now or two days a week where you physically, for whatever reason you may have specifically to you, don't have the time to exercise and move around, you can just do that amount of time. I think that's really what you want to see. And so what I would encourage you is that one or two days a week, you're going to go outside work on the treadmill and you're just going to jog for a couple minutes. It could be three or four minutes. It doesn't have to be perfect, but I would say if you're able to get within that 140 minutes a week, 10 to 20 minutes of actual running, that is going to go a very long way for you. And then from there, the rest of the time can really be any sort of fitness. It can be walking, it could be on the exercise bike, the elliptical machine. I would say you wanna mostly focus on endurance-based activities. So exercises that require you moving your legs in a motion, that is building up your endurance. But you know, going to the gym is going to be helpful too, just to get you in better shape and help with this goal. If you are burning off fat, then you are going to be able to run in a better way. But also feel free, endurance, or excuse me, not endurance, feel free to play intramural sports as well during that time. Now, if you're playing something like softball, for example, if softball is an hour that doesn't mean that you're doing, that counts for, towards your 140 minutes a week of exercise that you wanna do. Understand that you're sitting down or you know, on the bench or just not moving a lot throughout softball. And so consider the time where you're actually moving. So you might be up to plate three or four times a game. You may be in the field for 15 minutes, calculate it that way. And like I said earlier, you know, there are fitness watches out there. Those can help you do the calculation as well. I encourage that for someone who is trying to get yourself to a point where you're trying to reach a physical goal, to have some sort of fitness watch because that will keep you accountable towards that goal. So really, yeah, that's the basis of it. I think 140 minutes a week, and you do this for a couple weeks and you'll start seeing improvements. I think when you first get started with this my recommendation is to go to a track and do a time trial or a distance trial right and see how long you can actually run without stopping you may surprise yourself you may be able to run a mile without stopping and then this podcast episode is pointless but if you're able to run a mile without stopping well then maybe the goal will be a 5k without stopping and that will be a future episode that we can talk you know we'll talk through and you'll be able to learn from there how to do 5k without stopping as your patient with the series but if you go ahead and you run on a track right now and you can only get a half mile without stopping or maybe you can only go 1 minute without stopping maybe you can only go 10 seconds i don't know everyone's different right we're all going to be at different spots well putting in the right habits and i would say every 3 weeks you should go ahead and test yourself. Okay, so week one, test yourself. You come short of the goal, put in 140 minutes of exercise over that full week. Week two, 140 minutes of exercise. Week three, 140 minutes of exercise. And then do your time trial. See how long you can get towards that goal of running a mile. Write it down in a log. So this way you understand where you're at. So maybe that first week, we only got a quarter mile. That second week, we got half a mile. You keep going 140 minutes the next week, 140 the following week, 140 the following week, and then maybe after eight or nine weeks, you're running a mile to completion. And then through that process, you're building up the right habits of exercising. You've probably have lost some weight at this point if you're overweight, and you're able to accomplish your goal of running a mile without stopping. Some people, it may take longer. Some people, like I said, it may take less. But I truly think that is the benchmark and you can be more aggressive than 140 minutes for me i exercise probably 500 plus minutes a week not telling you to do that but i'm saying understand what you're actually capable of doing and something that you're willing to commit to week after week and it's okay to be conservative at the beginning and then over time get stronger and be able to do more and more i'd rather you do that than have your first week be super hard be like a hell week for you and then week two you barely do anything and then week three you don't even remember that you're doing this goal right you want to do something that you can consistently see yourself doing for the rest of your life and i think 140 minutes of exercise is the minimum that any person who has the ability to move around should be doing in a given week 20 minutes a day is not a lot we have 24 hours In a day we're all awake for probably at least 14 hours okay so we're talking a very small percentage of your day and oftentimes this could just be used as a way of getting around via a walk or it could be you actually signing up for something you enjoy such as a sport or going to the gym whatever it might be but those areas will help you and of course you want to make sure to be running throughout this process as much as you can. And it doesn't have to be that full mile in a given day. You can also do workouts such as walk five minutes, run five minutes, walk five minutes, run five minutes. That stuff will help you too. Time on feet, I wanna emphasize that is what is super, super important. You know, I can go ahead and I can create you a plan if you'd like, you can reach out to me for some support. But to be honest, for a goal like this, there's so many resources online. If you go ahead and you Google, how can I run a mile without stopping? You can get details on that too. Even ChatGPT is an amazing tool. If you haven't seen ChatGPT, it's an AI solution where you can pretty much search anything up and it'll give you some sort of structure. So you can literally type in ChatGPT Hey, I weigh this much. I'm able to run this far without stopping. I wanna be able to run one mile without stopping. Can you give me a week by week plan on how to do it? And ChatGPT will give you something that is realistic and that will allow you to get to the point where you can do that. So that's where I would likely push you. But that is really the episode here and how you can go ahead and learn how to run a mile without stopping, why I think it's important. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. For those who don't know Run Brighter, we are on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and of course this podcast and Facebook as well. You can communicate with me through DM on any of those platforms. I also really appreciate if this episode does provide value for you, go ahead and leave this episode five stars or give it a like, share the podcast with someone that you think would really appreciate this. If you have a friend who has been trying to accomplish certain goals with fitness and they're struggling and you think they would learn a lot from this episode, it would mean a lot for me, a lot to me if you're willing to share this episode with them. But that is the episode, like I said, this series, Running With a Purpose. We're going to come out with more and more content sharing with you how you can go ahead and find purpose with running and achieve certain goals, mental benefits, and physical benefits with running. But thank you again for tuning in. As always, don't forget to run brighter and I'll see you again on the next one here real soon. Bye for now.